We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Notre Dame fans, welcome to a special edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. My name is Brian Driscoll. I'm the publisher at irishbreakdown.com, and I'm joined today by former Atlanta Falcons, Seattle Seahawks, and UCLA head coach Jim Mora Jr. Coach, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Brian. Excited to talk Notre Dame football. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about a, a position and a player coach that I think that is going to be near and dear to your heart as a, as a defensive coach for for much of your career. We're going to talk about Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, Notre Dame linebacker, uh, two-year starter, unanimous All-American this past season. And we're going to kind of talk about him, Coach, from a, you know, going back to your roots, your background as a defensive coordinator, as a head coach, getting ready for the draft, and just uh, analyzing really what you would look at from Jeremiah. So let's just begin, Coach, with the first things that kind of stand out when you watch this young man play, just kind of dive into what you see and what stands out to you on film. Well, I think in today's past happy NFL, our teams are spreading the field, uh, a Swiss army knife like this guy, a guy that can do it all is so valuable. And I know there are going to be concerns about his weight. And uh, I would share some of those concerns to a certain extent, but when you watch this guy play, the energy he plays with, the intensity he plays with, it's infectious. The, the, the strike that he has when he hits a man. Like, look at that tackle right there. I mean, he rolls his hips. I mean, he goes low. I mean, he takes the ball away. Um, he's as dynamic a defensive player in this draft as there is. There's nothing that he can't do. Now, teams are going to say, okay, is he 215? Is he 216? 
can he get to 220? Can he get to 225? Um, and the teams are gonna are gonna evaluate on that. But the guy named Bill Walsh that everyone probably knows. And Bill used to tell me, he says, hey, don't tell me about what this guy can do or don't give me his lack of measurables. Tell me what he can do and take our team to the next level if he's on our team. And tell me what he's going to look like three weeks into the season, a year into the season, three um, three years into his career. And what I think you see here is a, is a superstar in the NFL, in today's NFL. Maybe not 15 years ago, but today's NFL because he can do it all. He's covering kicks. He's covering kicks. He does it all. He's awesome. He's one of my favorite players in the draft. So, coach, what I want to ask is here's here's kind of where I'm as an outsider, not a coach, and you know, not an never was an NFL coach. I coach at the lower yeah, level yeah. of college. There's this talk of in the NFL now, it's like 60 plus percent of the time they're in sub packages. So yeah. what I don't understand is why is there this need to fit to pigeonhole him to one position when the NFL now is so much of a sub-package situation anyway. Wouldn't a guy like this that can do so many different things, pass rush off the edge, he can blitz, he can cover, he can play the run. As you talked about, his short area powered explosiveness is impressive. Isn't this kind of what you want in a modern-day kind of second-level player? See, Brian, I, th I think you're looking at it the correct way. We're at a time right now in the evaluation process, and it's very typical where everybody's talking about what players can't do. You'll find a lot of NFL scouts that will try to cover their tail a little bit by saying, hey, I like this guy, but he can't do this. The film doesn't lie. Coaches look at the film. And when you look at the film of this young man, you see it when he's playing on the line of scrimmage. Now, he, he's not going to be a defensive end pass rusher in the NFL, and he's probably not going to be a 3-4 outside linebacker because he doesn't have the girth and the size. But as you said, 60% of the time in a sub package, you can use him in coverage. You can bring him off the slot. You can put him behind the line of scrimmage and bring him on blitz patterns. We just saw a play a couple minutes ago where he avoided the block of the offensive guard, redirected, and made a great square up tackle uh, running back. You see him here on a screen play beating the, the, the blocker downfield. You see him here. They're trying to block him with the tight end. He gets off the block and he makes a tackle. That's what you want. You want a guy that can work in space. He's going to be, you know, he's like the, the the dime back. We used to call it, there's a nickel back and then a dime back. And a dime back in the old days was maybe the undersized linebacker, uh, maybe a little bit bigger than the safety. Couldn't necessarily play a deep half or a deep middle or cover a, a, a true wide out. But he could do all the things kind of in between the numbers where you impact the game. And that's what what Jeremiah is. He's a tremendous player. The teams that pass on him are going to regret it. The team that gets him is going to get a great football player. Hey, everyone. Before we get started, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. The best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month. The same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. 
So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance in this program is limited, so get your application in today. Go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com slash join. Coach, I wanted to kind of ask you about this. Obviously, his weight is a concern, and I remember another linebacker that had a similar concern coming out of Miami. That was Jonathan Vilma. You know, can he play? And he was more a a, a pure linebacker. When you watch a guy like Jeremiah Wusu-Koromo and you see the weight, what are things that you look for as a coach to kind of tell you, hey, this is a weight this guy can thrive at? Or, you know, this is maybe a guy that we're going to have to add. I mean, do you look for explosiveness? Do you look for strength? Do you look for block destruction? What are the things you kind of look for to say, hey, this is something that we can live with this weight because of this? Bend, leverage, hand strength, explosiveness through the hips, you know, being able to get on a guy and get off him quick and strike. Um, I would try as a defensive coordinator to keep him out of situations where he had to take on offensive linemen right at the line of scrimmage you know like at the, now in the screen game when an offensive lineman's coming out trying to block him jeremiah's got the advantage you can say well this is a 330 pounder going to block him well the guy's not going to block him because he's not going to be able to touch him so you're not going to see him in the nfl on the line of scrimmage taking on an offensive tackle you're not going to see that you may see him behind the ball in in nickel defenses or dime defenses that you know in a three down look where they say well he shoot he's uncovered over a guard he has to take on this guard that's primarily going to be in pass situations and if they do run the ball what you're going to see is a guy that he's not going to necessarily take on a guard and strike him and stand him up and and come off but he's going to dip and he's going to rip and he's going to slip and he's going to slip the blocks and then he has that lateral quickness to get his body back in position to go make the tackle we saw a couple examples of that on this great video that you're showing. Um, and like I said, I, I can I get concerns about the weight because, you know, if he ends up breaking down through the seasons and he's 205 pounds, you know, I don't know how effective he is there. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's got growth potential. He's a young man. He's a young player. Um, he's going to get bigger. He's going to get more physical. But he he has these attributes that you just can't coach. And he's a high-character individual. So you know that he's going to take this profession seriously. You know that because of his versatility, he's going to be asked to do a lot of things in the NFL. Being asked to do a lot of things means a lot of learning. We're looking at a kid that's smart, that is conscientious, that wants to be a great player, that's willing to put the time in, that has the work ethic and certainly has the skill set to be you know, that Swiss Army knife we're talking about. Coach, let's kind of talk about his his coverage ability. We obviously talked about his athleticism. When you when you project him to to being a, a defensive player in the in National Football League, is he someone that is a zone player? Can he play man? And if he can play man, what are the matchups? Do you think he can thrive at? Is he going to have to be stuck against tight ends, backs? Can he cover slots? You know, how do you see that aspect of his game projecting to the next level? I think the best thing he does in coverage is work inside and underneath you know, in that slot position in what we call the hook curl area or the curl flat area. Um, I don't think you're going to want to match him up on wideouts. I mean, the wideouts in the NFL, they're a different breed. And I don't know that he would stand up. I think at times he might get caught in that situation. Because a lot of your zone coverages turn into man as routes develop. But I think he's a guy that will play leverage well um, and get him, keep himself in the right position. 
but you're not going to want to ask him to play man-to-man on, on wide receivers. My concern with the tight end matchup in man would be that these guys are, you know, they become so big and so athletic. Um, you don't want a six-one guy covering a six. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Six guy, no matter how great a player he is, no matter how athletic he is, those guys are pretty darn athletic too, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna kind of outman him at the ball. They're gonna go up and get it where he can't get it. I think that uh, covering a running back out of the backfield, uh, I think if a running back aligns out of the backfield, he can cover him. Uh, but what I would like to see is him in positions where he has his eyes on the football. When you're playing man defense, your eyes are on your man. When you're playing zone, your eyes are on the football. And he's such an instinctive player when he's moving forward. You know, I want him seeing the football, reacting the football, attacking the football. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff. And it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Now, do you see any, as we kind of look to the draft, are there any teams that you see in particular that say, hey, this is a, a fit for him from a scheme standpoint? From I know that D coordinator. I know how well he would use a guy like Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. Is there, is there anybody that stands out to you as, boy, if he ends up there? Because you know this, Coach. It's yeah. so a Success in the NFL is not just about your talent, but do you go somewhere that knows how to use your specific skill set? Are there any, any organizations that stand out for you that would be good fits for Jeremiah? Well, he's not going to get drafted by a team that doesn't have 100% faith that they know how to use him. They have to, the general manager is not going to allow that to happen. They're going to have to have a plan in place and very exacting as to how they're going to use Jeremiah. You know, I'm familiar, very familiar with a couple of defensive coordinators that I've worked with that have worked for me that I think would know how to use him perfectly. One of those guys is Dan Quinn with the Dallas Cowboys. And the other is Jeff Ulbrich, who's now the defensive coordinator of the New York Jets. They would know how to use this guy. They would thrive. He would thrive in their defenses because it would put him in positions to excel. The worst thing you can do is draft a guy without a plan for him or 
draft him and then put him in positions where he's doing things that he's not that he's he's not built to do. And and uh, I think you're seeing you know some very creative defensive coordinators. I think Joe Barry now, who's with the Green Bay Packers, would know how to use a guy like this. Uh, I think that uh, you know the San Diego Chargers are a team that would know how to use a guy like this. I think the L.A. Rams they certainly like team. drafting uh, the Chargers. Certainly like drafting Notre Dame players. They do. So you know, it's it, he's fun to watch. He's fun to talk about. Coach, let's wrap up here. There's one other Notre Dame defender that I wanted to to get your opinion of, uh, and it's it, he's an interesting one because I, I I don't I'm I'm curious to see kind of where he fits, and that's that's Dalen Hayes. You know, he's been sort of a, a defensive end at Notre Dame in in position listing, but he plays, in my opinion, a lot like uh, you know a three four outside linebacker. What have you seen on film from Dalen Hayes, and how do you think he best projects? Uh, to that next level, where do you see him fitting in the next level? What do you see his strengths as being? Well, I think he's a, his strength is his athleticism. He's got athletic ability. He can work in space. Um, and I think he can do things moving forward. You know, I think he's a little bit raw, but he does have that versatility. And I, I agree with you. I think he's a 3-4 outside linebacker. He's got length. He can work out into the coverage. He can come off the edge. If they can get him matched up, if a team can get him matched on a running back in pass protection, then he'll win. Um, and I think he's, you know, I think he's got he's got tremendous upside. And he's a guy that gets drafted in a position where people are saying, okay, let this guy develop on special teams. We're going to put him in some some special packages. And in the next year or two, you know, he's going to become a frontline player for us. Mm-hmm. Now, and so you say three, four outside linebacker, you, you meant he's 260 plus pounds. Do you see him as a guy uh, that can translate? He's been a very good coverage player in college, in my view. I think he's been yeah. that, you mentioned Swiss Army Nice. He's kind of that that yeah. front four version of that. Do you think that skill set projects to be able to do some of those coverage things at the next level? Well, when we look at the tape that you're showing, you see him doing those things. And so, yes, I do. I think you know, just right there, dropping out the flat and coverage and intercepting Trevor Lawrence, having, you know, the, the the ability to even catch the ball. Then you see him here coming off the edge and beating a tackle. You know, to me, that's what three, four outside linebackers, you know, they, they're great off the edge. You try to get them matched up on a back, but they can also drop into the flat. Or he goes to a team that puts him at defensive end, plays him on the edge, and is a rush zone type of team that works in some rush zones where on occasion he's dropping into coverage, matching up on a tight end on underneath stuff. Uh, and then maybe he develops into just a pure pass rusher, you know, with his length, he could end up being a pure pass rusher, but he offers you so many options. I think it makes him very attractive. Coach, I want to wrap up talking about Dalen with this question. This is kind of your background as a defensive coach. You mentioned Raw, and, and I would agree with that. This is a, a young man that played, I think, eight games of high school football for a number of different reasons, so still developing as a player. How do you evaluate that as a coach? I mean, are those things that when a guy can get to the NFL and learn those things, are guys ready-made? How do, how do you look at that in the draft room as a defensive coach? Do you feel you can take a player that has raw that has raw tools and actually still coach them up? I mean, in college, it's a lot easier. You take an 18-year-old freshman, there's a lot you can teach him. Can you do things like that at the National Football League, or do you need guys that are more, more ready-made from a technical and a instinctive standpoint? Well, obviously, you'd like to draft guys that are a little bit more ready-made and produced right away. 
But when you get a diamond in the rough, when you get a guy, you say, if we polish him up and and hone up some of his fundamentals, you know, he can be a big time player. He's got great upside. He's got a high ceiling. Then then you 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 make that pick. You know, I mean, when you look at this at Dalen. He has all of the 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 measurables that you that you want in a defensive end or an edge player or a three four outside linebacker the movement skills, all those things. This is where the individual workout becomes very important. And not just the workout, but the interaction that the coach can have with him in the film room as they're, you know, because what you'll do as a coach is a coach in your evaluation process, scouts do it to a certain extent, but coaches do it more as you'll go in and you'll spend time with this guy watching film. Explain to me what you're doing here. You know, what was your thought process here? What was your assignment? Get up on the board and draw up, you know, the defense that you guys played most of the time and what your responsibilities were. And can you tell me what other people were supposed to do? And so you get a feel for kind of his football intelligence, which is different than normal intelligence. I mean, a guy might be the smartest guy in the world, but he just doesn't have football instincts or football intelligence. And, and then you take him out on the field and, and you watch him redirect and you see if he can bend and, and you're presenting new drills to him and you're understanding, you're, you're seeing if he can understand them and then translate them right away onto the field. And if you can do those things, you go, God, you know, you get conviction about a guy one way or the other, the more time you spend with them. And so I would say there'll be a lot of teams coming in to spend a lot of time with Dalen. And, you know, Notre Dame's always got prospects. So you're never wasting your time when you go to, to Notre Dame to work out and talk to players. Speaking of NFL draft prospects at Notre Dame, Coach, we're going to try to get together a couple more times because we have a lot more guys we have to get through with Notre Dame. Uh, but this is certainly two the to me the more intriguing players, and 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 I know I, I know the way to your heart, Coach, is to start talking about def athletic defensive players. I, I knew I could, you know I knew it. I could get you there. So, Coach Moore, thanks for joining us. Uh, that'll be it for this edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all the places you get your podcast. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell. And as always, make sure you check out our work at irishbreakdown.com. Coach Moore, thanks again so much for joining us. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Oh, me too, Brian. Thank you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.